Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Blexit. Um, I'd like to apologize to the listeners that I do have. Um, I'm sorry, I've been away for a while. I'm just trying to handle some personal things in my life that are kind of pulling me in a lot of different directions, but um, a lot has happened since my last podcast, and I just felt the need that I have to make time to come on here and... um, record another podcast to those of you who are new listeners and who found my uh, podcast and decided to to listen and to share and I thank you for that I sincerely thank you from the bottom of my heart and I appreciate each and every one of you please share this podcast with friends and family and others who you think may find it of interest and of value Um, And I just want to address something first off. Um, I know I said I wanted this podcast to be about, you know, black empowerment and all those who support black empowerment and um, the upliftment of the black and brown communities um, and also to deal with a lot of what's happening in this country right now, um, to be a voice um, of perspective from, you know, a black woman, but also, you know, the black community. I know I do not speak for every person of color and I don't attempt attempt to and will never attempt to or assume that I do. Um, I am just getting my piece out and hopefully some of you can relate to that and feel free to challenge, have questions, ask me questions. Um, Again, I do have email, um, uh, blexit2020 at gmail.com, so please feel free to reach out to me via email as well. Um, I do have an IG that I'm getting up and running. Um, It's out there, but I don't have any posts yet, so I'm working on that. But uh, please bear with me. It is is relatively new, and I'm still fighting some battles that hopefully um, I will be able to share the details of those with you guys um, soon or by the end of the year, early next year. So again, thank you for listening. Um, But I wanted to address a couple of things that I haven't yet and uh, I had made some podcasts and this goes back probably a couple months so um, I wanted to give a shout out to all the protesters who are getting out there and in the streets on a daily basis continuing to make sure that our voices are heard we are seen and to let the powers that be know we are not going anywhere you know um there's been continual protests all across the country um so i don't know all the cities but i of course i've been hearing a lot about portland um and again this was a couple of months back so portland and oregon and um portland oregon and how they're you know protesting um more recent protests that are happening in rochester um because we're now getting footage of the murder of another black man and then putting plastic bags over his head Um, I just, you know, saw another video yesterday, um, and now we're in September, early September, um, of, like, a young boy, like, maybe 12 years old, being handcuffed and, you know, handled by two female white cops and put on the ground, and then, you know, four other officers, white officers, show up, and, and they put a plastic bag over this child's head. He is a child. He couldn't be more than at the most 13. Um, and it's disgusting. And it's infuriating. 
that they have taken it upon themselves to declare open season on black people, not just in private or in secret or and not that it always was that way with all of the other, you know, just blatant abuse of power and murdering of black people. Um, but now they're killing our children. I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm not glossing over the fact that they have killed children before. I'm very aware of Tamir Rice, but it's more and more they are just taking liberty because they're unchecked. They do not have a, a system that's going to hold them accountable. Um, they're going to get paid leave. They're going to just go to another police precinct and continue this behavior. And this is why I call for a defund and dismantle of the police completely. And I know this is something that may not be able to happen overnight, but we can do a lot of things very quickly should we choose to. They're trying to rush a vaccine to the market. We could be implementing new systems of policing, not even calling it policing, but I guess of law and order or, um, you know, community service to help where it's needed. If there's a mental health problem, you send maybe security and um, persons that can handle someone who may be out of control in a manner that's not abusive, but also a mental health professional who can deal with a mental health crisis that is happening before them not some white men with guns with some mental vendetta or doing the job that's been ingrained to them since the system was created to catch and kill slaves at the time. The enslaved, I should correct myself, but um, it's just every time there's another, there's another beating, there's another killing. We have um, Jacob Blake, you know, now paralyzed for the rest of his life. Oh, he had a knife. He didn't have anything. And even if he did, he was walking away. The situation that these monsters were called for had absolutely nothing to do with him. Yes, he was acting and trying to help and defuse a situation which he got himself involved in, but that does not mean you should be paralyzed for the rest of your life. That does not mean your children should be traumatized watching you get shot at point-blank range in the back seven times. They were in the car. That trauma will be with them for the rest of their lives. And yet these police officers get to just walk around and be free. We get to investigate and see everything that happened. No, they are murderers. I am sick and tired of excuses and bullshit to gloss over, well, they were scared. He was walking away. He has his kids in the car. He's going to attack multiple police officers that are already on the scene and they're fearful for their lives. And they're the ones with guns. But yet we can have this teenager with an AK armed assault rifle go shoot two people, walk around, talk to the cops, and just be just fine. I had to come on. I had to record this because there is a shift happening. And I think that if we, as persons of color and those who support us, as black people in this country, do not 
capitalize on this moment. Because it's more than George Floyd. It's more than Breonna Taylor. It's more than Ahmaud Arbery. It's more than Jacob Blake. These instances, and I, I'm sorry, I don't know, I don't know the, the boy's name um, who recently got a bag put over his head, and I hope he's okay because I just saw a video. I don't know what's happened to him subsequently. And, um, you know, I know that the other man in Rochester from March, that video from March, he is deceased. And his, um, his sister, his family are filing lawsuits against the police force. And, um, you know, it's just so frustrating because it's, it's the police, but it's also the lawyers. It's also the public defenders and the prosecutors. It's also the judges it goes up and up and up. And it's also in Washington to the senators that you elect to represent you and they're there and they do nothing and they say nothing and change has not come. We must demand it and we must take it. Those are facts. I'm sorry if that sounds wrong or harsh, but justice is never given, it's taken. And I think this shift is happening that we continue to see these brutalities not that they weren't there before but maybe it's me again this is my perspective it seems like they're happening more frequently and more severe and it's like every other day there's another altercation there's another shooting of a black man or woman or boy or girl there is uh, police brutality on the black community um, every, every turn. And before you may, get, you may get a couple months or you may get, you know, several months in between hearing, not that they're not happening, but what is out there. And I think we're more aware and we are taking this opportunity to take video when we can, post it, share it, go live so that we see it more so that we don't get to just settle back down in our day-to-day life because the, the, the community and states are opening back up and restrictions are being lifted and people can go back out and, and live their lives. I think we need to realize that we are at a crossroads right now. We can either do what's been done before and, and go back home and go back to our lives and, and, and get mad and angry and protest for a while and then say, okay, we're, we're going to go back and live our lives now. Or we can keep pushing forward and keep our foot on gas and foot on the necks of the people until we demand justice. If they can storm a Capitol with AK-47s and assault rifles and spit and yell in, in people's faces of the lawmakers and the security there to protect them, then we can demand, we can continue, we have to push forward. We have to continue to push forward and demand justice. We have to continue to push forward and demand new systems in place that will deal with issues in the black community, that will handle 
these crimes or these um, issues of domestic violence or mental health issues or suspected fraud. No one should die because of suspected fraud. No one should die because they have a mental health issue. No one should die because they're resisting arrest, which they have a right to do when you just have an attitude that you want to arrest somebody today or they looked at you wrong or you are upset because the way they spoke to you. There's freedom of speech in the Constitution. And that applies for everyone, not just white citizens. So we are at a crossroads. And my brother, a great king, posted on his page, you know, Sean King, and I have his book, and I really, I want to get to reading that, but like I said, I have personal things that are kind of keeping me from um, doing a lot of what I would like to be doing right now, but um, Sean King said, you know, we're at a time where he talked about 9-11 and how the last plane knew that they were going to go down, but they still decided to overtake the um, the people on that plane who hijacked it. And I think we're at a time like that. I agree with him that we are in that same position right now. We're at a time in this country where we must attack. We have to attack those who are coming for us and who are coming for our peace and our, and, um, our right to be able to... Um, respectfully defend ourselves and challenge those who try to say that, you know, maybe we, um, maybe we, you know, are resisting arrest or we're, or, you know, the person who they're trying to apprehend is doing something, you know, that they felt the need that they had to use excessive force for. We're beyond that now. I think we have to arm ourselves, not only with, with, legal legal arms but also with knowledge so when we are approached we know the law we know our rights and we don't have to give our license to anyone we don't have to answer their questions um, and be prepared to step in when we see things going sideways or we see injustice you know it's going to take an army of us to end this because I don't see how we get through this with being uh, peaceful. We've tried that. That has been tried for generations before. And even when there's protests, yes, there's rioters, and I don't care. I said it. I'll say it again. I don't care. Because if the riot is what you're concerned about, then you're part of the problem. So we need to fix this. And it's going to take us arming ourselves with knowledge and arming ourselves with weapons. And where we see injustice, we need to take action. I call to defund and dismantle the police. I call for no police. I know there's people out there that will say that, no, there are, to me, there are no good cops. You chose this profession. If you are so scared, then choose a different one and get out now. They have more than enough money to pay for weapons and missiles and rifles and we don't have enough money to have body cams it doesn't matter there are plenty of police officers with body cams that turn them off or police officers with body cams that don't turn them off and guess what they still go to court and they still get acquitted 
because the entire system is corrupt. It begins with the police, but it goes all the way up to the House and the Senate and the judges who allow them to just walk when they know they've committed crimes, when they know they're guilty, and they walk because they're all in this together. And until we have a system that serves us and that is truly out to provide justice and uplift the community and support the community and protect the community and not just the white community, then we will continue to fight this fight. It will not be over, it will not end. And the way we can end it is we have to take it, we have to demand it, and we have to settle for nothing less than justice. I wanted to come on here. I had to make this podcast. I felt the need to get my voice out here and talk to my listeners. I thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Please share this podcast with friends and family or followers um, who you think would like and enjoy it. Um, I do think that I will be focusing on the black community, the struggle. And again, I do want to help our community. I do want to help us grow and get um, get to a place where we are in completely in charge of our own destiny and our own futures. And we are building and have created generational wealth for multiple generations to come and be able to pass on that knowledge to others so that they can build generational wealth to the black community, those that support us, and people that want to see real change and want to end to the destructive, corrupt, you know, sick system that's currently in place and and we need it to go. Um, Please vote. Um, You know, I I won't say, you know, anything about the candidates or anything like that, but get out and vote, please. Um, I, I will say this, I, voting is important. However, what's more important is that we get to a point where we are financially sound and we have built generational wealth because real change comes where you are financially able to lobby for the change you want to see regardless of whether who's in office but right now we have a white supremacist in office and that needs to change so arm yourselves with knowledge be well be safe Thank you for listening, and I'll be back soon.